Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Peachy Talk podcast. This is episode 107 and today I have another bonus episode for you um, while I'm getting ready to start um, season three of the podcast. So since I noticed that the podcast episodes that get the most listens are the ones that are related to writing, I thought I, I wanted to share with you my 30 ways to tackle writer's block. So I wrote a post on my blog a long time ago. I looked at the archives and it's actually from 2014. So I wanted to bring up the ideas that I had in that post in today's episode, as I guess that many of you may not be aware of this, of, of, um, of this post that I have on my blog. So I think we all have experienced writer's block where you need to write a paper or work on a chapter of your dissertation and you just can't write a coherent sentence. And then you start to procrastinate. You surf the internet and then you see again that white screen with a blinking cursor and then you escape to the internet again. And before you know, it's the end of the day, it's 5 p.m., time to go home and you feel like you have not done anything and you have wasted your entire day without doing anything. And really that is writer's block. So if your writing is not moving anywhere, I recommend that you don't just sit around and hope for inspiration to come or the muse to show up and take your hand and guide you, but do some course corrections and, and try out a few things to see what works for you to get your writing flowing again. And what I developed is this list of 30 things you can try. So let me go through all of these 30 things to see which ones or which one in particular resonates with you. And the next time you feel stuck on your writing, you can try out one or more of these ideas to see if it helps you get back on track with your writing. The first thing that you can do is to reuse some old material. So if you're writing a paper and you've already done the experiments and maybe you have a report or some notes, what you can do is copy and paste some of that material from a previous report or maybe even a previous paper and start modifying from there. Now, of course, you're not going to submit that version with copy-paste from various other places, but it can help to have some text in there. So, for example, when I do experiments, I write down the steps that I followed in a research report, and I can often use that as a rough basis for my papers. Um, what you can also do is take your lab book and type out some of your notes from your lab book and use that as a basis to start editing your IDs so that you can start condensing the IDs and uh, make them tighter. The second thing that you can do is to go for a walk. If you look at the schedules of creative people and scientists from the past, almost all of them go for a walk during the day to sort out their, their thoughts. Um, you have a lot of people nowadays as well who recommend going for a walk. So it can help if you are stuck, just leave your desk, um, go for a walk around campus, maybe go run an errand. After I record this, uh, this episode, I'm going to go for a quick walk to the nearby pet store and buy my cat's uh, liver drops. 
and, and I've been on my desk for a while. So that's going to refresh my thoughts before I teach class as well. The third thing that you can try is if it's really the white screen with the blinking cursor that is keeping you stuck, or if it's the internet, the fact that you, you, know, you have your computer to write things in Word or, or uh, LaTeX or whatever you use, and you have the internet right there, what you can try is to try pen and paper instead. Um, when I did my PhD, actually, my thesis supervisor, my co-promoter, he actually wrote his papers by hand, and then he would give it to the secretary. Of course, we do not at this time have a secretary anymore who can type out our papers, but it's not that long ago. Um, what you can do is to sort out your ideas on paper first. And we see that for, for many people, writing by hand is still quite different from typing things out. So uh, maybe that is something that will help you as well when you get stuck on your writing. Similar is to try talking out loud. So when you're stuck forming sentences, what you can try is talking out loud instead. So you can either talk to a friend or the person you share office with to talk through what you want to write. Or if you are alone, you can have an imaginary friend and explain what your paper is going to be about. So when you can't find the right words for a sentence, you can just follow the, the following format, talk out loud. What I want to say here in my own words is, and then you fill it up. And you can use that first quick description to then come up with better text, edited text for your paper or for whatever you're writing. The fifth strategy that you can use is to look at an example. This is something that I did a lot when I was a PhD student myself. And what I did is I took a paper that I considered really good and study it as an example of good writing. So looking at the structure of the sentences, looking at the structure of the paragraph, looking at the structure of the overall paper and really analyze that piece of writing and say, okay, this researcher really made a compelling piece of writing. This is how they did that. How can I apply this to my own writing? What can I learn from this? The sixth thing that you can do to get your writing started again is to read one of your reference papers. So when you need to refresh your thoughts regarding your research topic, what you can do is return to one of the papers that you're using as an important reference for your work. And that's going to help you um, write, for example, your introduction. Why does this research matter? The seventh tip that I have is similar to going for a walk, but in this, in this case, you can go to the gym. So if you're feeling hypnotized by your computer screen, you can break away and go to the gym, run on a treadmill, work up a sweat, pump some iron, whatever you like doing in the gym, just refresh your thoughts and come back feeling very different. And at the same time, your brain is probably going to, to be, you know, computing stuff in the back and maybe it, it has some new IDs for you when you return. Number eight is to free write or journal. If you start to feel that it's really difficult to get your thoughts together, you can free write either in a blank Word document, you can write by hand in your journal, um, or you can use the app 750 Words 
it's just about writing. Just get started about writing. You can rant about the fact that your writing isn't going anywhere. And perhaps that is what you need to get your writing muscles started. Number nine is to go outside. Just change the scenery. Take your laptop or tablet and go sit under a tree and see if the change of scenery inspires you. Maybe you will be hearing birds. Maybe you smell fresh air. If you're in Quito, most likely you would smell car exhaust. So where I'm at, that's maybe not a good idea. But for you, it can help go to a nice and quiet place on campus where there is a picnic table, plug your laptop down there and see if the change of scenery helps you in inspiring your writing. Along the same line is step number 10, which is going to a different place. So if outside doesn't work, maybe the glare on your screen is too much if it's a very sunny day, you can go to a different place. Try writing from a library, try writing from a coffee store, try writing from a friend's place. For me, moving between places is something that used to keep me alerted when I was a PhD candidate. As a professor now, I move a lot between places, between my office and where I teach and different offices where I have to go for meetings. Um, what I did in the past was, for example, to go great from a patisserie and I would buy chocolate and a coffee and give myself an hour and a half and grade some homeworks from there. Number 11 is to meditate. You can, for example, try an active or energizing meditation, um, which really inspires you to go up and get things done. Um, the crux here is to make sure you select not a type of meditation that is related to preparing to go for, to bed or that is really mindfulness related. Look for a type of active meditation that helps to energize you. Number 12 is to organize your desk for productivity. If you're going to procrastinate, you could as well clean up your desk. I don't want to give you too much tough love here, but if you are stuck, what you can do is sharpen your pencil, remove from your desk the things that you don't need for writing, and just leave your reference papers, writing pad and pen, and maybe something to eat and drink. And then you can start with a fresh slate and commit to get your writing done. Tip number 13 is to make a plan for writing. So if the writing itself isn't working, maybe what you're missing is a plan. Maybe you haven't really thought through how you're going to organize yourself. So what do you want to do and what do you actually always want to do when you start writing is to estimate how much each part of the paper is going to take you. See what still needs to be done. Do you still need to run some models? Do you need to make figures? Do you need to read up another reference? Identify all the tasks that you need to do. See how much time you will need for each of these tasks and, and add this to your planning so that you can have a schedule for your writing as well. Similar is number 14, and that is to make an outline. So if you so far only have introduction, maybe you want to have an outline of your paper before you start writing that introduction. And I'm not talking here about you know introduction, literature review, methods and materials, uh, results, discussion, and conclusion. We pretty much all can have that standard form in there. 
what would be helpful is to already identify in your own words in each of these parts what you precisely are going to bring up. So for example, if it's metadata materials, already identify which experiments you will be describing, for example, plug in a photograph, plug in a table, so that you have an outline plus. Number 15 is to use music. So I really like listening to music while I work. I have some of my favorite albums that on which I wrote my, most of my PG thesis that I mentioned in the original blog post. And actually the album that I mentioned here, The Gallery by Dark Tranquility is still one of my favorite albums to listen to when I need to write. Um, for calculations, can be anything. I kind of like future pop for that. And for reading, I like post-rock, silence, things like that. So for yourself, you can as well think, right? What do I like? What kind of music sets the tone for my writing, for my reading, and for my calculations or analysis? If you're not a fan of music, you can try tip number 16, which are binaural beats. Now, but there's a lot of pseudoscience out there that really talk about how binaural beats are going to change your brain waves and your brain and whatnot. Not so convinced by that. And I also mentioned that it seems to be more pseudoscience. But I do really like the action of saying, okay, now I'm going to commit for an hour to this for the length of this CD with binaural beats. And I'm going to be really focused during this time. And that helps me get into the right mood. Along the same line, I, I like these YouTube videos of study with me. I can find them very motivating um, to, to get work done. Number 17 is commit to just one Pomodoro. So for those of you who may be not familiar with the Pomodoro technique, it's where you work in chunks of 25 minutes and then take a five minute break. Um, I used to use the Pomodoro method, haven't used it in quite a while, uh, especially because my days are much more chopped up now that I'm a, a professor, but you can just commit to one Pomodoro to try and get a certain paragraph written or try to hit a certain word count. And then you can say, okay, I have done my writing for today and maybe tomorrow I'll do two Pomodoros. Just start with one Pomodoro, commit to just one and see where it takes you. Tip number 18 is start with the body text. So you can leave the introduction for last. It's really the introduction is where you try to get the attention of your reader, right? And that may be putting some sort of pressure on yourself because the introduction has to be perfect. Instead, why don't you start from the middle? Materials and methods, for example, you know what you did, so you can easily describe what you did and that, that, that can help you get that paper up and running. So you, it may help to start with the so-called so easiest part of your paper first. My tip number 19 is to leave proof reading for later, right? You don't want to be editing yourself as you go. What I always do is I make the first draft and it's as bad as can be and then I edit and I edit and I edit and my writing improves over every round of editing and my first rounds of editing will be really large editing right moving entire blocks to other parts leaving out uh, entire paragraphs really 
fleshing out ideas again. Um, so, but get that first draft out, get those ideas out and leave the proofreading and rewriting for later. Tip number 20, wash the dishes. You can come wash the dishes in my house now. Just kidding, because I have now a dishwasher. Um, but any repetitive action can actually help calm down your mind and uh, make good ideas surface. For other people, taking a shower helps. Um, you, you've all been there in the situation that you get your best idea while you're in the shower or while you're commuting or while you're biking or walking. Doing something repetitive that does not require another, a lot of cognitive attention can help with that. Tip number 21 is to go to the library and read. So you can go to the library, look up a few additional references on your subject and read them from the library. Now, I'm old enough to know the time when papers were not available online and I actually had to go to the library and make copies. Of course, we are long since past that because you still work from the library as if we were in the olden days. Take some notes and see if you can use that material in your paper. Tip number 22 is to try a different schedule. If your usual schedule is not working because your office gets too busy, then you can try, for example, writing early in the morning, writing later in the evening, depending on what works for you. Or, of course, after COVID-19, we've all gotten into the habit of working from home a few days a week. Um, so perhaps you can say this is my dedicated writing day when I will be writing and I will not be in my noisy office. Tip 23 is to shake up your routine and that would be changing the way you organize your day. So for example, try exercising in the morning before going to work or take a two hour lunch break and see what happens if you take a nap at noon or shift to an earlier schedule, get in early, get everything done and be gone by 3 p.m. to spend your entire afternoon doing crafts. Anything that may work for you to get your writing done. Tip 24 is to try something new. So perhaps you wanna try a new text editor, buy a different lunch, bike home by a different route, Enroll for a course on a subject you know nothing about in your university or join a MOOC, learn a new language, join a meetup group for expats. Doesn't matter what you do, just get something new to shake up your brain. That might help as well. Tip 25 is the complete opposite of my tip number 13, and that is to let go of planning. Maybe you've always been planning very tightly and it's causing you stress. In that case, your planning is not helping you. So you need to let the reins go a little bit and schedule in a bit more freedom for yourself. I mean, if you plan, it's, it's to help you, right? It's not to beat yourself up with it. Tip 26 is don't fear the reviewers. If you are writing, thinking about your reviewers, then you are doing damage to yourself. So if you're writing and thinking about how you are afraid that it's not good enough, that it will be rejected, then relax. Your work is going to go through many rounds of rewriting, discussions with colleagues and supervisors before it goes to the reviewers. 
So most times, if you're a PhD candidate, your supervisor will catch anything that may cause discussions by the reviewers. Reviewers are unpredictable. They can come up with very different viewpoints. Um, and if you're trying already to think ahead of that, you are pretty much wasting mental energy. So you want to write a first draft that does not think about reviewers. Tip 27 is to drink your best fuel. Get your favorite beverage to sip during writing. I like my coffee, I like my tea. Um, get what you like for writing and have that as something to get started. Um, try to avoid things that are super, super sugary because maybe after that you get like this uh, spike in your blood sugar and then the, the dump of that that makes you feel very tired. But if you do very well with sugar, um, be my guest. Your mileage may vary. Tip 28 is to take a break from writing. If all else fails, postpone the writing for a little bit. Go spend some time on your research or teaching instead. Um, and let your writing mature a little bit if that's the thing that needs to be done. You always have more things to do than just writing, right? There's always something else that you can be doing, even if it's catching up on your emails. Tip 29 is hang out with a friend or family. Maybe you need some social time. Writing, and especially if you're writing a PhD thesis, can be very lonely. So maybe you've been too isolated for too long and you need a, a bit of social life. So see friends and family, maybe call, call them, get some things, get together with somebody for lunch. And tip 30 is to take a nap. So if you're really tired, maybe you need a nap. Maybe you need to rest. Um, and even though you think like you don't have time to sleep, if you are sleep deprived, you can't think properly. So you may need to take a nap, refresh your brain, chillax for a few days, and then get back to it. Um, so these are my 30 tips, 30 things you can try when you're having writer's block. Some of them are things that you can do to quickly get your writing flowing up again. The other things you can do are more general, more along the lines of what you can do to let your writing mature a little bit. Let me know what you think of these steps, if you applied any of them, if they work for you or not. Um, I'll be looking forward to your thoughts on this. And I'll be back next week with another episode and uh, more on PhD Live and Research Mechanics. Thank you so much for listening.